0: I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll bang a ring on the radio,
1: so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think
0: I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello. Hi, I'm Noel, the host of Pop, Punk, and Pizza, and today I'm joined by Daryl, the vocalist of the Bull Weevils. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Noel. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, so I know you're from Chicago, but what part of Chicago are you from?
1: Jeez, that's like the funny question, because people say they're from Chicago, and then they're not really from Chicago, because that's yeah. what it that always is. It's like the funniest thing. We were like, uh, we were at punk rock bowling, and um, we we walked into a karaoke bar. Yeah, um, This story does have something to say how we're, we're from. And <laughs> this guy's like playing piano. We're all there. It's a bunch of our buddies and stuff. And the guy's playing like Iron Maiden and stuff on like the piano, oh, which is awesome. Like the in the that's bar. That's cool. And so we're singing along. We're all acting goofy. And he goes, where are you guys from? He goes, from Chicago. He says, no, no. What suburb are you from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, oh, I'm from the Western suburbs. I'm out there in Naperville. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm from Downers Grove. So I'm like, oh, cool. oh there he goes. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. So, you know, the guys from Chicago, they're in the band though. Um, you know, Ken, our guitar player lives in Chicago proper. He's born and raised in Chicago. And so is our bass player, Pete Mittler, are from Chicago proper. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're Chicago land area, but two of our members definitely are from Chicago um, proper. And um, you know, I mean, I originally I was from Michigan. So, I mean, I lived in Michigan originally, Oh, okay. And, and moved to Illinois when I was a senior in high school. So
0: yeah, um,
1: from originally born in Lansing, the capital of Michigan, hurrah, and then <laughs> um, moved to just outside of Detroit, Southfield, Michigan. So um, that was a kind of a cool little spot to live in. So cool. um, yeah, so from the Chicagoland area, um, everybody who says they're from Chicago, you yeah. call them out, ask where they're really from. So I'm from the Western suburbs. So cool.
0: Yeah, I'm like half an hour away from Naperville. I'm in Carroll Stream. So oh,
1: so there you go. So yeah, see yeah. once again, fake Chicagoans, all of us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so I heard you were um, working on a Naked Ray Gun tribute album, and you met your band members at a Naked Raygun show. So can you tell me more about that?
1: So yeah, like you guys met. Yeah, I mean the the story goes, you know, moving here from Michigan. And then getting involved with the punk rock scene, I uh, had opportunities to go to see one of the greatest punk rock bands around, Naked Ray Gun, um, introduced to them and going to see their shows. And those shows were events. They were just amazing times. Um, you know, you, you have, it's basically a family event. It's like a big family reunion. Um, yeah. And I get invited into this family of Chicago punk rock. Um, go to the, see them at the metro and you know, the Riv and the Vic and and at the Riv. And and so at the Metro, we'd go see them play. And those guys in the Bowie were always in the front row, and we were always in the front. So we were survivors in the front together. And uh Ken and Bob at the time who was playing the band, um, they handed me a tape and said, Hey, do you wanna, want to play in this band with us? And I'm like, Okay. Um, and all of that was because they thought I looked cool and they didn't know if I could sing or not. Um, I don't think I really looked that cool back then. I look at some of the photos and go, "Eh, I don't know about that. i question it, but, um, I still don't know if I look cool now to be quite honest. I'll just be honest about it. But, um, you know, they, they handed me this tape and, um, I listened to it and then I was like, okay, I guess I can do this. And they, they figured I could sing only because I sang along to all the Reagan lyrics yeah, um, but who who can you hear in the cacophony of people singing along as well? You can just round <laughs> out in the chorus. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we met from from going to Raygun shows. Now, now the Raygun tribute album. Um, there's a song that we did. Um, God, which one did we do? We did. Oh God, I gotta remember. We did.
0: We can come back to it.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember the song that we did now. Which is crazy because yeah. I'm getting old and senile. <laughs> um, but we, we, we did a song. It's really a, a record that's being put out by Kurt Harrison from, uh, the usuals. Uh, and it's actually a, a record that is being put together to, um, give some support to, uh, Pierre Kesney's family, a good friend of ours. So Pierre, the bass player from Regan okay. and a lot of bands from Chicago land area and other bands that are actually nationally known are, are putting together songs to get put on this record. Um, yeah hopefully the status of that's coming out at some time. Um, I don't know when, but yeah. I know that the bands on the record are really, really, really good. Uh, the songs are great. Um, yeah. and just happy to contribute to it because, you know, Ray has been a part of our lives forever. Um, they are our good friends, our mentors, our, our you know, family. And yeah. this is really to support uh, one of our family members. So that's why we were really jumping on that to do it. We're, we're happy yeah. to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I heard Hot Water Music and Face to Face are going to be on it too, covering some songs. So that's that's really cool.
1: That's crazy stuff. It's insane. Yeah.
0: And your new album, Essential, will be released May 5th. And it's your first album in over 14 years, which is crazy. And (laughs) what made you decide to call it Essential?
1: So that came about, um, you know, the pandemic came around and we were bantering around names for the record. And you know, a lot of us work in essential uh, fields, you know, on emergency Mm -hmm. physician, um, Ken is a teacher, um, you know, Pete works as a lineman. um, So, you know, and and, and, uh, then other people works for college. So to to look at the idea of essential workers and, and people who are really putting, making the world kind of spin around Um, that's kind of the play on that, but at the same time, realizing that all of us are essential in some sense to keep the world going, um, you know, the, the record album itself, the cover was done by Benoit, um, tattoo artists, great, and, um, the, we, we told him what the record was going to be. And he came up with this, you know, wheel and it's got the spokes in the wheel or arms, just different arms mm-hmm. of human beings holding this wheel together and the city is kind of in the wheel yeah and um it's kind of is that whole thing of about all, all of us as human beings are really necessary um mm-hmm. to work together to make sure that you know this perpetual motion machine of life keeps on moving in, in a direction forward yeah so um that that's kind of how we came up with the title thinking about you know th- it is Important that we're all together and that we're all working um, to to make ourselves uh, leap forward, and um you know it 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 kind of just rolled off the tongue that way. It, initially, when we yeah. heard you know essential, we were thinking, well, people are going to think this is like a compilation record, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not what it is. It's more so talking about the essential nature of of us as a species existing together. And the songs mm-hmm. are kind of anthematic in that way and yeah. talk about how, you know, uh, it, it, about different topics, whether it's hate, whether it's, you know, uh, the neglect that we give to other people because we I think our ideas are always the right ones, um, whether it's individuals doing self-harm to themselves and realizing that we we, we all have a role to play and mm-hmm. um, we're all essential beings.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a great message. Um, so you mentioned that you were a doctor, like you were going to med school at the time the band started out and now you're a doctor. So how do you kind of balance being in the band and, you know, being
1: a doctor? Well, I mean, sometimes it's not very balanced. That's the thing. Yeah. So it, 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 I guess as you grow older, you grow wiser and you find better ways to do things. It's like efficiency becomes yeah. a necessity because you don't have the same, you know, vibrant youthful energy that you had before. Yeah. I still have some, but you have to be more efficient and use it in a more, you know, sparing way. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, it's, it's a balance. It is hard. It's, it's having supportive people around you. Um, You know, my, my wife is very supportive. My kids are supportive. Um, and it's realizing where those priorities lie as well. I mean, I, I didn't always have the um, the wisdom to actually put my priorities in the right place. So mm-hmm. to balance, you know, doing medicine and studying at the time, it got in the way. And I the band broke up for a while because of that. You know, I, I mm-hmm. you know, when I went off to start my residency, um, it was in the middle of a tour and yeah. I believe, and the guys were not happy about that. They came back, we played a show and next thing you know, I'm kicked out of the band and the band broke up. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's, it's having people around you that understand that, you know, you have a priority list in life and you have to sometimes put some things above other priorities. And, um, you know, for me, you know, medicine is a part of my life and I, I definitely do that. Um, Mm -hmm. it is on my list as a priority, um, but it's not in my top list of priorities. And and music even isn't at the top list of my priorities, to be quite honest. I mean, the top yeah. list of my priorities really stem from, you know, my my health, my my marriage, my kids, and mm-hmm. those things. Um, so um when you start saying, Hey, I want to do something with the band, you have to sometimes take one of those other priorities and move them out of the way and realize you're doing that, and having people who are in those other priorities or things in those priorities that understand that yeah. this is something else you want to do um, helps to allow me to um, continue to do this at, at, at this level. So I, yeah. I really appreciate the people around me that allow me to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I imagine that's super difficult to do both things and still have, you know, your priorities. So um, does being a doctor inspire your songwriting in any
1: way? Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, there there's so many things. I mean, you know, my, my field of medicine is emergency medicine, and you know we basically deal with everybody. You know, the front door is open. It's, there's no yeah. discrimination when it comes to taking care of individuals in the emergency department. We mm-hmm. are the front door, and you see the highs and lows of of everything. You see, you know, great tragedy. You see great triumph. You see, you know, the the social ills you know brought to life. You, you see um you know individuals who have what they believe is privilege beyond anything you see all these things and um you know dealing with life and death dealing with you know uh decay dealing with you know uh new life dealing with all these things brings about emotion Mm -hmm. and you know it's a music is a great way to express emotion in a way that's healthy yeah and so um there's always you know ways I can find inspiration with, you know, events, whether it's, you know, going back to songs like John Doe that were written way back in the day with my experiences, medical school and dealing with medical cadavers and thinking about, yeah. Hey, this person was, this person was alive before they had a life. And we never think mm-hmm. about that. They're just a John Doe to us. We don't know who they yeah. are, but they had something or going into the newer songs off the record, you know, the cutting solution is a song off our new record.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that to me, it, it, that was inspired by, you know, seeing just this rise in, you know, mental health uh, emergencies with with children and, um, you know, wanting to find a way to express the, the distress I feel over that and seeing these young people's lives so torn apart and, um, you know, it, just the sadness that I feel that, you know, we as a nation don't take um, mental health very seriously. Um, in any way, mm-hmm. we talk about it. People like to give lip service to it. All of our, you know, elected leaders like to give lip service to it, but they don't really put funding towards it in any way. Um, and uh, it's it's just a a a big health emergency that we're not dealing with, and I can mm-hmm. find ways to write songs about that. So, my yeah. my experiences in medicine really do. Um, do come into play sometimes when I'm writing some of the songs. Um, not all of them. Since many of them don't I mean liniment and tonic has nothing to do with medicine, yeah. you know, or the Bowieville theme. But yeah. um, it, a lot of my my influences come from everyday life, and a lot of my everyday life is dealing with illness and sickness and you know, mm-hmm. health and medicine.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting hearing about how all those things inspire uh, your writing. Um, that's cool, and. Uh, how long have you been working on the album? Like when did you
1: start working on it? Wow. I mean, since it's been 14 years, it's probably been 14 years ago. Um, (laughs) Okay. It it, it is. And it's one of those things that, uh, we, we had a couple of the songs already written for the album, you know, back when we released the last, you know, release that was the attack scene seven inch that was released on underground communique here in Chicago.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: um, you know, those two songs were gonna be on the upcoming LP for the Bowie Bulls. And we were all jazzed and ready to keep on writing and doing things, but things got in the way. You know, we we had yeah. uh, a member of the band leave. Um, we, you know, debated whether or not we wanted to stay a band, you know, we had other people come in and start playing, and um it just we just didn't have our mojo going, we didn't have it all together. Um, we had ideas for songs, but they just didn't kind of flesh out. So we kept on working them. And then finally, um, we we had the addition of, you know, Pete Mittler, our bass player. And, you know, at that point, things really clicked and gelled. And we 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 really had a cohesive unit as a band. Um, I think we grew into knowing who we really were and um, everything became better. We make the joke, everything's better with Pete and it, it really is. <laughs> and so we, we got back to some of the songs that we had been writing. Um, we had new songs brought to the table with Pete's edition. Um, and we started realizing too, Hey, don't just write things to write them. Make sure you're putting out something that you really feel proud about something that you really want to pass a quality, you know, effort. And, um, as we were were maturing over these 14 years, (laughs) we, we also realized that we could, be more critical of each other and that it wasn't like we all worked in these silos that, you know, Daryl, you just write lyrics and I come with the lyrics and say, here's what I'm writing and don't tell me to do anything different and and do it my way. Um, It's more so if I brought something to the table and it had the right thematic part to it, but something was missing, you know, Mm -hmm. Ken would chime in and say, that's not what you should be singing. And I'm like, whoa, that's okay. Back in the old days, I'd be like, you know, screw you. I'm doing what I, this is what I do. You can do your work. But now it's more like, yeah, you're right. Let's make this better for the the sake of what we're writing for the band. And so I I believe that that 14-year hiatus of having something out helped us to really make these songs gel and let them mature in a way Mm -hmm. uh, to a point where we didn't just put something out and record it and then later on look back and go, that's not even what we wanted to play. Uh, It's more so we know what we wanted to play. We were able to be critical of the work. Uh, to make sure that it was quality and not just the yeah. quantity of throwing things out there. Um, I'll, I'll say for certain, and I'll say this now, I'll probably be wrong. It won't be another 14 years before we write new stuff. We're ready to start writing on new stuff. So that yeah. we have, since we have the band that we, we, we've matured into and that we want to be, um, mm-hmm. I think that we're, we, we have the, the right formula to, to put things together in a, in a more reasonable fashion than 14 years now.
0: Yeah. For sure. And so for like musical influences, uh, what are some of the bands that inspired the songs on this album?
1: Wow. Inspired the songs. That's a good question. Um, uh, I'd really have to say the only bands that inspire the songs are kind of (laughs) us because we wrote them. Okay. Um, I mean, but when you talk about influences for the band, they, they come from a wide range of, 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 you know, musical talents. Yeah. Uh, of course, Naked Ray being one of those things and the way that Chicago sounds with with guitars and and, and putting things together. But, um, you know, I'd say bands that influence me just in general are, you know, Bad Religion, The Descendants, um, you know, uh, Government Issue. Um, yeah.
0: You
1: know, just uh, the Furies. It, it's, it's, there's all kinds of influence that we have in our music. Um, but I think it, not to... Sound like I'm trying to be so aloof in any way because I'm not trying to. Yeah, I, I think we have a unique kind of sound to us, and it. Kind yeah, of I think you do. Us, so um, and I think it comes from all the musical influences. Whether it's midwestern punk rock, whether it's our east coast punk rock that we like, or west mm-hmm. coast things or hardcore stuff like listening to Sick of It All and you know yeah. you know Youth of Today back in the day and things like yeah. that. So so we take a lot of things. Or my love of Pennywise and, mm-hmm. and, and things. It's like there's so many bands that influence us. I mean, my biggest influence, I mean, they could bring in the descendants and that, you know, those are things that are like my favorites, but um, I I think that our, our inspirations come from just playing fast, you know, uh, to the core sincere, you know, music and, and it um, it really is a a hodgepodge of things, but it all uniquely comes out to be us (laughs) in the end.
0: Yeah. And I love a lot of the influences that you mentioned, so it makes sense why I like your music too.
1: Oh yeah, well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it.
0: And uh, do you have a favorite song on the album?
1: Oh yeah, it's it's. I love them all, by the way. I mean, yeah. I really do because it's like they're they're. Of course. We put a lot into this, and each one is has its own. You know, it's like having your kids, right? You yeah. had, you know, three kids and. A buddy of mine told me, until you have three kids, you don't know how to love kids because I mean, having <laughs> two, you can split them up between you, and you know it's easy. But it, everyone has every song has its own unique personality, just like your kids, just like my kids do. And I think if I had to think of a song that that hits me in a way that I love beyond anything, ah, oh, geez, I, I I think. Well, I really like predisposition as the start because it's just a hard hitting hits hard. It's, okay. uh, you know, the track that starts everything. But I mean, I, I love Gulch Gulch. And that kind of grew into this thing. Initially, when we wrote the song, you know, we, a lot of us in the band, three quarters of us were kind of like, I don't know if we like this song. Yeah. And and Ken was like, no, this song is, is great. And they're like, okay. And we kept playing it. And this was one that really did evolve over the years. And As we kept playing it more and more and it kept evolving, it grew and we're like, yeah, this is really, really good. So Ken could see the bones of this, you know, like looking at a house, you're like, this house is horrible. It's like, oh no, (laughs) this house is great. You can't see it. It's like at the bones of it. And Ken really had that vision and and it, it's a great, great tune. It's, it's surprising because it's, it sounds a little different, but it's not, it's, it's really, it is what it's us. Um, but it hits you in the beginning. You're like, wow, this is an interesting take for the Bowie Bulls. but it's like, Oh my God, this is the Bowie Bulls, And it's such a yeah. mature way. Um, but I like the cutting solution because of it's, you know, uh, message in the way that it sounds, the way it drives. Um, Hourglass is one of, I love that song too. It's just a, another unique one. Um, but it's, it's the message behind it regarding, you know, the, the false nature of believing that you have all the time in the world when you don't, so you should live mm-hmm. your life or you, if you're not living, you're dying. Um yeah and you know i mean Limit and Tonic is just fun i mean it's like there's yeah. a whole bunch every song has its own unique um feel to it and so to pick one it it's like ask me to pick one of my kids i, I can't yeah. you know it, i i like them all and yeah. even the the reimagining of bottomless pit and you know peggy sue those also because bottomless pit's one of my favorite songs we've ever written and you know it, it it's we, we, we've we matured with that song. That song's matured as well. I mean, off of Stick Your Neck Out now to now, it is a, a song that's the same, but it's very different. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess to really go back to answer questions, I'm avoiding answering it, which is like <laughs> the song. Um, I, I, I don't have one. I, I love the yeah. whole album as a whole, so I, I can't pick yeah. one.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: you, had, you had a chance to listen to the record. Did you have a chance to listen to it? Uh,
0: not yet, but yeah. I really look forward to it.
1: Yeah, so there you'll 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 I I'd be looking forward to hear what you think yours is. Yeah, for sure. I'll
0: let you know. Yeah, um, and you got to play at the Metro recently with Rise Against. So can you tell me about that? Like, how was how was it?
1: Oh yeah, that was that was great. That was fun. Um, you know, we we actually had a chance to play with them back in 2009 um, at the Metro. Uh, and okay. that was just a you know, great time, you know, and and those guys since, you know, known them for a long time, Joe, um, is one of my best friends and, and Joe has been, you know, around me and us since the inception of, you know, 88 Fingers Louie back in the day, or even to go back farther than that inside baseball, um, Spoonless days, or Joe Spoonless, or yeah. <laughs> even Platypus Rex, which was <laughs> the name of 88 Fingers Louie before they were 80 Fingers Louie. Oh, so Platypus Rex, by the way. Um
0: what a great name.
1: But oh no, it's not a good name at all. No, that's the worst name, Platypus Rex. I know. Um, but the the you know, Joe, who is like my brother, he is. Um, his mom still calls me son. It's it's just you know, sisters are great. Oh. Um it was one of those things where they were talking about doing this, you know, residency at at uh the metro. And you know, said, Hey Joe, you know, you think about bands. Of course, he said, we're thinking about your band too. I said, hey, yeah, that'd be great. And I knew there's a chance it's going to happen or not happen. And Mm -hmm. if it didn't, it's not going to change our friendship in any way, shape or form. But it's kind of like, hey, you're a Chicago band. You guys are influenced to make sure that we exist as a band. So let's do that. So we got to open up. And it was just a great time to be with Friends. It was really just an old home week of hanging out with your buddies yeah. um, and us getting a chance to play in front of a crowd that may not have ever really heard us or experienced us, but a lot of people were there that had, um, yeah. we made some new fans that night, which is great. Um, my oh, daughter, cool. one of my daughters is a big fan of rise against so that's yeah. you what know, she got a chance to hang out and hang out with them which is great. Um, But yeah, the experience and the opportunities to do stuff like that—it's—it's such an amazing part of being in music, and you know that's what this you know uh, really is about, right? The the value that comes out of this are the experiences that you get to have in life, because you you can look back on your life and see all the TVs you bought or all the phones you Mm -hmm. owned or cars you've had or whatever the clothes you bought, and that's never going to really you know um equal in in value to the experiences that you can have and and me playing in this little punk rock band out of Chicago that's you know continued to play for all these years um has afforded me really unique experiences where I've met, you know, people who I never thought I'd ever meet, you know, I, yeah. you know, the guys in The Descendants and, you know, Jay yeah. Robbins, you know, it's, it's like, that's, so cool. that's, that's the stuff that this is all about. And having the ability to still do this yeah. and, and still get up and, and jump around on stage and, and entertain people and connect with an audience. Um, yeah is 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 the best and and that show was an amazing time and you know it's going to be one of those memories that once again gets locked into my brain um and continues to play over and over again
0: wow that's awesome and uh do you have a favorite venue like is it the metro or
1: oh that's it the in mecca America? places the metro is one of the greatest venues in the universe and it is um, yeah you know i considering that you know we we had an opportunity to play one of my first shows was playing at the metro for their ninth gala anniversary oh, cool. and, and having the opportunity to play at the metro for their 40th yeah anniversary. that's crazy I mean, and and that's the place that we as you know uh, Chicago punk rock guys and girls you know it, it, when you're looking at the the place to play you made mm-hmm. it when you're on that metro stage and I had an yeah. opportunity to play there you know on my first shows and then we have to yeah. climb back up again and I got to do it later on so yeah. I mean Joe Shanahan has Made one of the greatest venues. It is the greatest venue on the planet. He's a great guy. You know, I had opportunities yeah. to hang out with him and catch up, you know, at the show. And it's just like he is making, you know, one of the last independent venues, by the way, in the world. Oh. And, and so I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's so too. Cool. You know, that, that's so real. And, yeah. and it, it is a, the sound is great. The, people are great. Um, it is home. It is, it is definitely a place that you go to and it is home. Yeah. So, um, the, the, I hope there's there for another 80 years, you know, and gone, yeah. but, um, that is probably the, the, my favorite place to play. Um, awesome. you know, there's a lot of other venues in Chicago that are grand, you know, I mean, help Reggie's is great. Uh, Cobra lounge. Yeah. Um, you know, shop shop, um, you know, you can go on and on, you know, mm-hmm. bottom lounge, bottom lounge, yeah, you know, all, all these places are really great. Liars Club, of course, you know. I mean, <laughs> places are great to play. Um, but Metro is kind of the pinnacle of of all those places. And cool. It is definitely uh a, a, you know, if if you have the opportunity to be on that stage and play, it's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And what is your favorite song to play live?
1: Boy, oh, that's it's, you know, I, there's a couple, um, I love playing bottomless pit. Don't get me wrong. But the yeah. song I really like to play live, I think is, is Peggy Sue. Um, because okay. it's just, uh, this visceral spastic kind of crazy. Uh, I always make the joke Kabuki theater kind of thing where it's yeah. like, you know, make it all crazy and act out. Like I'm, I don't harming myself <laughs> in some way, which is ridiculous, but that's one of my favorite songs to play live. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, we we have just the energy of a show in general makes every song really just fun to play. You know, yeah. the interaction with the audience. Sundown, I love playing that song because it's I usually dive in the audience and that's yeah. you know fun. Yeah, that um, is fun. Dangerous but fun. Yeah, um, calculated <laughs> fun. But I I I think Peggy Sue is one of my favorite songs to play live whenever we get a chance to do that. We, I don't think we've ever had it out of the set. For, for since mm-hmm. we've been playing it like i think it's always in the set somewhere because it is one of the ones that i love and, and i think "Bottomless Pitts pits always we skipped it once which is weird yeah um, but uh yeah peggy sue's probably my favorite song to play live cool
0: and uh so the new album essential will be out via red scare so how has it been working with that label
1: they, they're the best um toby you know he a long time ago, said he would never release a record by the Bow Wheels unless it was a split with Rise Against, and so that's oh, wow. so he had to. So he's a liar, is what it is. So he's a <laughs> yeah. liar. um But you know, Toby and Brendan, um they they really have been very supportive and and have made this a really great um collaboration. And you know, I they're, they're 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 friends. They're they're buddies. It's like you can call them and make jokes, and and it's great. But mm-hmm. they really want us to thrive and and they want us to do well and we want to do well because we're very loyal and support whomever supporting us so this is a yeah. great melding it's it's family getting together and friends getting together and trying to put out things that are great and and the bands on the label are are awesome you know yeah um, love them you know it's like this is is a great great um place to be and and red scare is is like killing it man they're 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 amazing
0: cool and since this is the pop punk and pizza podcast, I always have to ask, what's your favorite kind of pizza?
1: Favorite kind of pizza? Yeah. right, you know, I I think it's gotta be now a uh, thin crust, uh, cheese pizza with uh, mushrooms, green pepper, onion. Sometimes mm-hmm. get spinach in the mix. Um so I stopped. Yeah. I don't really eat meat anymore. So that's okay. the thing. So, but that's kind of our our favorite thing. We, the funny yeah. the other day we had deep dish and I, we used to eat that all the time and yeah. hadn't had it for a while and my kids were like um we're used to thin crust now what are you doing <laughs> like, oh, we have a, this pizza and I was like ah oh, you know it's okay but I, I think I prefer a thin crust pizza now Just yeah a plate and even a plain cheese thin crust pizza is totally fine yeah totally fine thin
0: crust is the best Honestly, it, that's my it, favorite kind. The thing
1: that makes your pizza, though, it's the sauce that makes your pizza. I'm telling yeah. you, it's, sauce can really that make is true. or break your pizza. And if you have a really bad sauce, that's not good. I, I had a pizza yeah. once Well, they claimed it was a pizza. I was in St. Lucia doing a uh, <laughs> medical trip where we were helping out and I remember went to a place and they said, "Oh, we have pizza." I'm like, "Okay, I don't like eating pizza outside of the Chicagoland area. (laughs) In New York is fine, but Chicago eating pizza outside of Chicagoland is very dangerous." And so, you know, especially if you're eating pizza overseas. So, you know, brought out this pizza, and it was it was supposedly a sausage pizza at the time, yeah, and it was like cut up hot dogs. Oh no, on like this bread. (laughs) Thing flatbread and the sauce, I swear, was ketchup. I was like, "Oh no!" What? Like, what? like that this is like the oh, worst. No, this is it was. I'm like, "This is pizza." I'm like, "No, it's not." I said, "This is a tragedy." Is what this is. <laughs> this is not yeah. right. That
0: so, sounds like the worst kind of pizza ever.
1: It, well, I would never use the word pizza with that. I'm like, this no. is <laughs> not true to what pizza is. So how dare you, Saint Lucians? I, <laughs> I, this is. I must walk out <laughs> good day to you all. It was horrible horrible oh. so yeah so yeah I, I like i said a cheese pizza is fine but you know you put a few condiments on like you know you know jardiniere on a pizza is awesome Jardini yeah on a pizza is awesome so yeah, that that's another thing throw some little spicy jardinier on there oh that that ooh, mm,
0: it's, it's, <laughs> it's cool yeah i love margarita pizza but um i love like just veggies on pizza i'm not really big on like meat on pizza so i don't really like sausage or like pepperoni but I'm I tolerate it you know <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, I used to be but stop doing that you know got to keep myself as yeah as you know limber as possible you know yeah it weighs you down a bunch so I'm like uh you know yeah. but I mean it's occasionally you know if 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 I, if I had to I would but I, I prefer like a straight just cheese pizza is fine
0: yeah cool and when is your next show
1: Next show um, in Chicago is May 27th at the Chop Shop. We're playing with the Dopamines. That's going to be our record release show because our record comes out May 5th. So the record release show, the 27th of May at the Chop Shop uh, with the Dopamines and uh, the Reaganomics, Rad Payoff and Butchered. It's going to be a great cool. show. So get your tickets and go. Our next next show before that actually is going to be at Pooza Fest uh, in Montreal. Uh, we play on May 20th at foofs which is gonna be awesome and right after us playing is brutal youth who have a new record that just came out yesterday which awesome. is awesome so you should go listen to brutal youth's new record it's really good they're awesome and cool. then go we'll listen to some of their older stuff listen to sanguine awesome just brutal youth they rule they they are, are they're just amazing so just listen to them uh awesome. so we're gonna play in puza and then play may 27th at uh the chop shop hope to see people there which should be awesome
0: cool Sounds fun, and uh, where can our listeners find your music?
1: Oh, you can find us on all the streaming services. Um, you can find us on Bandcamp as well. Um, so we're out there. You can find us on Instagram at the Bull weevil Chicago. You can find us on Facebook. I know people don't use Facebook, but some people do. Um, <laughs> we have two accounts. Yeah, some there's, people do. Right. There's there's the Bull weevils and there's the Boweavels Chicago, which are two competing accounts. Which our social media people are fighting uh, on either (laughs) side. So, whoever you know runs those things, it's like we have the two different teams running them, yeah, which is interesting to see them battle. And, (laughs) um, uh, you can find us on Twitter, I guess, too. I think there's a Twitter account somewhere out there, which is insane. So, um, but yeah, we're all over all the streaming platforms you can find us. So, go out there and listen. When, uh, you know, Essential comes out, definitely take a listen, you know. Oh, you can pick that up too for pre-order if you want to get the vinyl. Uh, go to Red Scare's uh, website and they have it there for order. So pick it up early and listen, to, get to the songs and be there, be ready.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate this.
0: Yeah, of course. This was a lot of fun. All right, have a good one.
1: Yep, you too. Thanks. Thanks, bye. Bye. hey hello. It's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello It's nice to meet ya
0: Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza